0: We're back for our third installment of the As Yet Unnamed Podcast of Life with David Meisner and Brett Campbell. Here we are. David, what's on your mind today? Let's talk about prayer. That sounds like a good idea. Let's talk about prayer.
1: We just got finished praying, and then we just got finished talking about prayer so what is? I guess you know. I, I was thinking about this because again, this whole idea of, of podcast is. I want this to be very unchurch like. Yeah. I want this to be extremely. Uh, hey, two two Christians that are are that are sinners. Yeah. That I mean, we've been there. We've done that. Uh, heck, there's a good chance we're still doing that. St- still been there. And and uh, in constant, uh, I mean, just we're just not uh, we're we're not the holy holy art thou kind of people that I mean we we struggle we're sinners, you know. Again, we're we're husbands, dads, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, and so uh, we don't want it to be so preachy. And so my thought is, when it comes to prayer, because we in, in Sunday school, you know, we've been talking a little bit about prayer. And gosh, obviously, this is where you know again. Um, these are the types of, of uh, topics that a lot of people could disagree with. But anyway, so mm. so prayer is communication with God. Yeah, of course. But that probably you know, you the hear, simplest
0: way we could put it. Yeah. yeah.
1: But then you hear everybody, oh, I'll, I'll pray for it, you. and you're like, dude, you, there's no way you even believe in yeah. God. What are you? Who are you praying to? Yeah. What are you praying about? And I mean, like, you know, it's just that kind of cliche stuff. So, obviously, our definition of just communication with God is not not universal. I mean, it's just,
0: uh, you know, whatever. It's that idea of thoughts and prayers.
1: Thoughts and prayers.
0: Where all that means for a lot of people is just, I thought about it once. If I think about it again, then I'll think about it again. If not, well. Yeah. Or telling somebody, hey, David, I'll pray for you. And then next time I see you going, oops, didn't pray for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, well, we got you in our thoughts and prayers. Oh well, yeah. you know, and and you're like, okay, whatever. So when it's sincere, it's
0: great. And you know, when people follow through. But, and yeah. and
1: I and I'm hugely guilty. Hugely I mean, we're on a prayer chain.
0: Yeah. I see it yeah. and I look at it and I
1: mention it. And then I don't I, I and I mean it's it's just the unfortunate truth. Unless I really know these people very personally. Uh, I, I don't give it really that much thought. A friend of ours uh, that we are close to was on the prayer chain. And I did, I really did lift it up and even pursued a little bit and checked on them. Uh,
0: yeah. I don't do that with everybody though. I don't, I, I'm guilty of the same thing. Uh, and we're probably talking about the same person. Somebody that came up yesterday yeah. on prayer chain. And, and I thought, Oh really that person. Uh-huh. And, and, and it just, it, it hit a little closer to home just because I'm closer to that person and their family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not that it's not that I don't think it's that we care, don't care about other people, you know. And we tend to be more concerned by those that, that we're invested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and others, I'm guilty too. Seeing a name on a, on on the prayer list, uh, I try to go ahead and pray for them right then because I know if I don't, I'm going to forget. 'Cause I don't go back and scroll through those names. And when they're mentioned on Wednesday nights or Sunday mornings or whenever, people say, you know, well, we added this person uh, to our prayer list such and such a time and and I'm thinking, I have no clue who that is. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that person's name. I don't remember this. And uh, it's because it's I say that prayer and then it's gone, it's out of my head. I don't think that I don't think that means that our I don't think it negates the prayer, but, but yeah, I'm guilty of not being more intentional about my prayers. I just started a prayer journal. Uh, I I bought the prayer journal, got it a month ago and and it had, it's mainly focused on persecuted Christians. And then there's an area to write there. And I said, well, I'm going to start that journal intentionally. I'm, I'm going to read the information about that group that persecuted group, I'm going to pray intentionally for them, write out a prayer. Hmm. And then I'm going to add my own prayers to that. I'm going to write these things down. I used to keep a prayer journal years ago when I had to for a class uh, when I was in seminary. And then it just kind of stuck with me. And I loved doing it. I did it for years until I uh, no longer had an extra notebook and then I di- got out of doing it for like a week and then just didn't go back to it. So I've tried to go back to that, and, and I started it a week ago. You know how many days I've written? Two, one, yes, one. It's in the car. It's in the back seat right now. Mm-hmm. I brought it with me uh, Monday. Stuck it in the car. I said, "Okay, it's back here with my lunch. I've got to reach back here in the back seat to grab my lunch. I'll grab the prayer journal too. I'll take it in when I eat lunch. I'll do it. It's still in the back seat."
1: I charge. I. Uh... See, it's just, it's just, it's human nature. All, all that's just straight up human nature. My wife does it, keeps it, and she does it, and she, she dates it, and she'll look back. I think she actually has like a prayer box, mm-hmm. and she goes back, and she, when the Lord answers the prayer, she'll go back and look at it and see how long it
0: took and stuff like that, which is really neat. And that's what I used to do. I mean, with, with my journal, I'd yeah. go back and look and say, when did I first start praying? See, I stopped, I stopped doing that. Um,
1: I I don't I don't I don't keep things anymore because it's very personal and to be absolutely honest with you I trust very few people yeah and if people were to read my journals and look that's 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 a straight up that it if people were to read my journal mm-hmm. people would not be my friend yeah people okay. would not uh people would not probably let me around
0: anybody yeah i mean it's it's it
1: was, i mean it's
0: i'm there and i understand. understand i'm the same way
1: but there there's the beauty of there's the beauty of prayer because we can trust god yeah he understands he knows what we're going through he is the greatest counselor the greatest therapist uh and in and, and it's i hate to say it like this but it's very unfortunate because um our 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 nature is we want to talk to you and I like you know mm-hmm. just shooting the breeze. Um we have a lot in common and so we are able to share a lot together, which is very different. Uh and so it's it is a huge but it's an answer to a prayer yeah. to be honest saying it like that. To have a a brother that um we have so much in common that we don't even bat an eye when we when we confess our sins to each other. We're yeah. like, praise the Lord for Jesus Christ. I understand completely. But uh, I guess my big thing when it comes to prayer is I want again the unbeliever, but again the believer too, because they I think they they really need to understand that God always answers prayers. Yeah. And sometimes the answer is no. Yeah. And sometimes the answer is uh, not yet. And then sometimes it's yes. Yeah. You know, people, was, oh, the Lord answered my prayer. Yeah. It's like, well, I prayed for this, and he didn't give it to me because God said no. Yeah. I don't ha- I mean, but see, that's the thing.
0: Yeah. That's
1: the thing. People say, oh, he hadn't answered my prayer yet. Well, he probably has.
0: He well, just he hadn't done it. He, did, he said no, and we refused to. We yeah. fight it a lot. Like, come on, man. Or I'll meet that need, but not in the way you asked me to. That's a huge one. Yeah. It's a huge one. I mean, because, well, I mean, if God knows best, what he does—
1: Okay, look, here's the here's the deal. People, Christians, awful, awful things happen to Christians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, darn well, they're praying. They are yeah. praying during that time. Family members are praying during this time. Unbelievers hear of these people praying for them, and the guy still has cancer, or he still has this, or he still dies from this, or he still loses his job, or he still is in debt, and the unbeliever For some reason, a lot of them, they look at that and go, oh, well, obviously God's not real. I was like, no, he is painfully real, but God doesn't do it our way Mm -hmm. because he doesn't have to. He's freaking God. We're his creator. He can do whatever the crap he wants to do. Exactly. And that's that's just how, I mean, good grief. I mean, why, why should God do anything? For us. Well, no. I mean, anything.
0: Yeah.
1: We don't deserve it. No. Uh, and and um, but that's just that is the way that's that's the way life is. He's the orchestrator, he's the dictator of it, he's in complete control, he's God, and we're not. And and so while people then will say, Well, why do you pray if God is in complete control? It's for our benefit. Yeah. Absolutely. It's our benefit completely. Yeah. I mean, Brett and David, we can, we're not going to change God's mind. Mm-hmm. He's God, and, and, and He gives us that wonderful peace, that wonderful rest. He gives us that assurance. Um, it's just you know how if we vent to somebody, you just feel better after you vented. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, in a way, that's what prayer it's, is. It's part and of it, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh and then when you get that, and when you get that piece, when you can start the other, the flip side of prayer is praise. Yeah. You know, prayer, praise sort of thing. But, oh man. But, you know, think of how selfish our prayers are. It's always about me, 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 me. Even when we thank God, yeah. thank you, Lord, for me, me, me. You know what You're, you did yeah, for me, me, me. You're right. like, yeah. get
0: off yourself. Just, and, and it's it's hard not to because we are me focused. I mean, it's the nature of us. Uh, everything, everything you do as as David is centered around David, even if you try for it not to be. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that that I do as Brett is centered around Brett, even though I I don't you know want it to be all the time. You know, we we, we focus on those things, which which is why uh, I, I heard this acronym years ago, and and I know you know. A million people have the ACTS acronym acts uh, as a as a suggestion on how to pray. Have you ever heard it? Or, or does Remind it sound me. familiar to you? Sure, but uh I wrote it. I... I wrote it down so I could make sure that I remember exactly what it is. It's uh, kind of an order for prayer. And and just prayer is not a mantra, it's not something we repeat, and because we say the right words with the right inflection, the right time, the right number of times. That God suddenly does what we want. If that's true, then that's sorcery, mm. you know, and, and that's that's not prayer. Uh, but it's adoration, which is praise, uh, confession, which is making sure we're right with the Lord, thanksgiving, which is self-explanatory, and supplication, which is just a fancy word, you know, because it had to have been a Baptist, I think, that wrote this because you know had to make it fit the S. Absolutely, it just means asking. Yeah, you know, so. I, that had, that pattern, even though I don't think about my prayers as being that pattern, uh, I thought about it this morning, uh, and maybe it was in, in anticipation of us doing this today. I, I'm not sure. But but I thought about it this morning because I always try to start my prayer uh, with thanking God for who He is, praising Him for who He is, uh, because that immediately makes me change my focus. Mm. And... And, I, and I'm not saying this should be everybody's approach necessarily. I'm saying this is what works well for me. It gets my mind a little more off of me and more on the God that I'm talking to and, and reminds me that, that he is the God who created all things. He's, he's the reason I have life. He's the reason I'm still alive. And there's a lot of times I'm going back over the course of my 51 plus years, I should not have been still alive. But God has, God has given me. You know, that that blessing, so uh, you know I start out with that, and then and then immediately when I do that, I start to realize if there's some things in my life that I haven't confessed. You know, oh, you know, God, that th- this is the way I was acting in my heart earlier today, or these are the things that that you know I said on the way home to, mm-hmm. to a driver I didn't like, you know, what they were doing or whatever, and and God brings those things to mind, and I'm able to to confess those and ask his forgiveness. And then when I do that, I'm immediately grateful that that he has forgiven me because I know that the Bible says, if I ask, he's gonna do it. So uh, I I go from adoration to confession to thanksgiving almost automatically uh, because I've started with praise. So for me, it just kind of tumbles one into the other. And then once that's out of the way, uh, so to speak, you know, not like I'm not dismissing it. I'm, you know, I'm just saying once I've done that, I get to the point where, I, okay, God, this is this is what I need to ask for. And and I know at that point, if I've done it correctly in 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 my conversation with the Lord, that my heart is right with Him by the time I get to that point where I'm asking for something. And and I know our if we're praying together necessarily, you know. Uh, or if I'm praying for someone who's, uh, I've been in a situation where somebody's been seriously injured, and they said, "Hey, can you pray right now?" My first prayer is is, is going to be, it's going to start with a little bit of praise, like God, I know you're the healer, you know, and then I'm going to go immediately into asking Him to meet that immediate need. But so I'm not saying that's a formula that needs to be followed, but I think most of my prayers tend to be that way, and it works well for me.
1: What about? Uh, I'm, I'm just bringing it up because, again, you know, like mm-hmm. you said, if someone's injured, you say, "Can you pray for me right then?" Yeah. You know, uh, you, if you read Scripture, you know Paul and Peter. You would think, okay, well, you prayed; they're going to be healed. Mm-hmm. How many times have I've never healed anybody? I haven't. I mean, been, the uh, Lord's okay. Yeah, let's yeah, the yeah, Lord's the never used that. me right, to yes. heal anybody. You know, and, and things like that. I and mean, a lot of people don't think that that's even possible to do anymore.
0: Course, I think it is because I've been there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I've seen it. Happen. You
1: can't put a limit on God. Yeah. Uh, no matter how stupid we are, He is not, and I mean, He's going to be in control.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but it's uh, okay. Have you read uh, Augustine's Confessions? Yes. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. My dad got me onto it, and I've yeah. read the thing so many times. Highlight it. Go through it. Best to me, it's the best book of. Of prayer, and uh, I always start my prayers off, you know, especially when I'm down, you know, by myself. As great art thou, O Lord, and greatly to be praised. Great is thy power, and infinite is thy wisdom. I think it's one of the verse sentences of the entire book, but I love it because he belittles himself so much and praises God, and that's the biggest thing is is really putting God where He belongs and where we belong. You know, we're, we we sh- we technically should be non-existent compared to God. And um, you know, it's you know, again though, prayer is so wonderful. Uh and we are so pathetic. Okay, well maybe I won't even say we, I'll just say I am that I'll be in the middle of uh prayer and I'll flip somebody off on the road because mm. he's just an idiot driver. And I just lose my mind. And then I immediately go back, okay, where was I, Lord? And then I'm, yeah, I'm going, to yeah. good
0: grief. I mean, so that's the... Th- I have never done anything like that. I, b- I bet you haven't.
1: <laughs> and then you confess and then you do I it haven't.
0: again, right? I haven't done it today. That's right. It's just,
1: um, but you know, what, What, you know, even, even on top of that, what are we t- to pray for? Because the reason I'm asking this is, you know, again, our nation's in a very interesting situation our church is in a very interesting situation and so when i hear people pray for our church and pray for our nation you know they're they're i don't like it i don't like it i don't i don't like it because we're praying for the church we're praying for our nation and and you know we're praying for healing and all that stuff well you know forget healing we we need I just, and, and, and this, is, this is something I'm struggling with because going back to what I said just a moment ago, is God needs to be more and we need to be less. Mm. Forget our nation, forget our church. We need to pray that God in his awesomeness will open our eyes and ears and our hearts and minds so much that, you know, our nation can just crumble and we are worshiping God. Our church can crumble, and we are worshiping God. We are seeing God so big, and we're seeing ourselves so little that we're not praying so much for our health. You're all going to die. I mean, obviously, we don't want to get sick. We don't want cancer. We don't want these things. But why does the healing of our bodies, the healing of our church, the healing of our nation, why is that so important? And why are we not praying that, Lord, Become so freaking big that if I have the worst type of cancer, or if our church crumbles completely and our nation falls apart and it's terrible, that I will look at you and worship you and praise you in such a way that these things don't bother me. Where again, because it's so, it's so. Me centered. I mean, even my job, finance, I want my children. You know, even, even me praying for my marriage and praying for, you know, the yeah. well-being of my children. It is, I think we we don't pray. And of course, I'm calling myself out this. I mean, so I'm I'm basically saying that these are the things I struggle with, and what I, I want is I want to love God so much that something happened to my children. I'm worshiping God still. Same with my marriage yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um because again, it's not about our nation, our church, our our money, our marriage, our children. Now, all these things we need to love them. God created these things, so we, we do need to pray that we will love them. We will honor the Lord in how we treat these things. But why do we need to treat? Why do we? Why do we need to pray for the healing of these things? Because again, and again, and this is this is this is uh, an interesting uh, um, thing for a Christ follower. When do we? When are we actually closer to the Lord? Is when all oh, hell is knocking yeah. on our door. That's right. when we're. Yeah. That's that's when pain. Disease, but we don't ever. It's like Lord, I, I, I yeah. want I want hell knocking on my door. I don't pray for that ever. No, no. Lord, I,
0: I want this awful disease. If I want to be tested. Yeah, God will allow that. Uh, it, you know, and. And of course, that that brings up the idea: Well, God won't give you more than you can handle. That's that's BS. That's that's yeah. God that's, God, God won't give you according to Scripture. God will not give you more than you can handle in His power. Mm-hmm. That's submitted to Him, letting Him do it. Yeah,
1: He's promised to never leave us. That's right. And he's promised to never forsake us. He's never promised us healing,
0: health, wealth, nothing. Yeah, He's told us to pray. You and there are some cases. You know, has anyone? among you sick, uh, call the elders of the church and have them lay hands on you and pray. And the prayer of a righteous man will bring healing, uh, was part of a group who went and prayed for a man and he asked us to come. He read that scripture, uh, to us and said, uh, this is why I called you over here. I want you all to lay hands on me and pray for me to be healed. This man was in the end stages of, of a couple of diseases. And, uh, I don't know. It it would definitely take something we would call miraculous for him to be healed. We laid hands on him. We prayed for him. Believed that God would do whatever he wanted to do, that God would heal him. If it was and some people hate them. people say, No, well don't say if it's God's will. Well, it's not always God's will to heal somebody. That's we right. know that. We That's know right. that. So uh we prayed for God to heal him. You know, a week later, he called me and told me how disappointed he was. With, with the entire group of us, that he was not healed. Mm-hmm. It had to be our lack of faith because he believed. Mm-hmm. And I tried to explain to him, well, maybe it's not God's will mm-hmm. for you to be healed of these diseases. Maybe it's, maybe that's not it, or maybe the healing's coming in a different way. Death is healing. Mm-hmm. Death is complete healing. Uh, I, I'll give you three examples of, of, of healing or lack of it that uh four actually that but that i've experienced and i'll give them to you short um for a lot of reasons one um uh, a friend of mine a teenager, uh teenager at the time uh, had her little sister in the car whether they left church little sister did something very uncharacteristic went around telling everybody goodbye which was weird and uh they left the church, went off an embankment, I mean, just within sight of the church, and, and the little girl's head was crushed. The, uh, you know, a lot of people went, I mean, you know, it, it was immediate. We, we all were there uh, right after it happened, and a lot of people were praying for healing or that she wouldn't die. God would have had, and I'm not saying he couldn't, because he could have. God would have had to have reconstructed her skull and put her back together for her to live. Mm-hmm. It was merciful, I think, that God did not do that. Mm-hmm. That God did not allow her to live. And God has done a lot in in you know in, in that family. You know, God has blessed a lot of people. Through that process, and I'm not saying it's i i don't want to qualify too much I'm not saying it's a blessing to lose a child. you know I'm not saying that right, but right, absolutely, but God has done a lot through that That's one example healing was not given uh an example of healing being given uh when I was a pastor uh a member of our church had cancer uh they were going to attempt to re- to remove it all that they knew all they had found, very centralized, uh, and then assess and see what needed to be done after the surgery. Uh, she and her husband asked me to come pray with her right before she went into surgery. I went, uh, held her hand. He's still on the other side of the bed, held her hand. Uh We prayed that if it was God's will, that he would heal her immediately and that when they came in to do the surgery, that she'd be healed. She just kind of gave a a little, uh, uh, ah, surprise cry or whatever. And I opened my eyes, looked at her, and she just shook her head at me. So I kept praying. And as soon as we were done with prayer, she said, if you don't mind, I need to talk to my husband before they take me to surgery. Uh, I'll talk to you later. So then I left. She told me that she felt electricity flow through her body, specifically at the place where the cancer was when I asked God to heal her at that moment. When they came in, they did a final scan, you know, to pinpoint where the cancer was couldn't find it. It wasn't there. And all the tests they did showed that she was cancer-free, didn't have cancer. Uh that was a miraculous healing. Uh and whenever I see her or talk to her, uh she's, "Oh, you just don't know what you mean to me." I'm, it wasn't me. Right. Absolutely. You know, and she knows that too. But but we got to be there and and see God's hand it, you know do something amazing. Uh, and then with my parents, I've got an example of healing and an example of not healing. My dad went into the hospital uh, one weekend in terrible pain. They did test, discovered that he had a type of cancer that would probably take his life within a few weeks. Uh, they did test again the following day, five days of testing. Every day it came back, it was a less form of cancer. It was not what they thought, it was much better. And people were praying for him all the time. Yeah, I I do believe it was, you know, that God involved that prayer somehow Mm -hmm. in 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 doing this. And by the end of the week, his tests showed that he had never had cancer, even though they had the films, they had the visuals that says here is the cancer, here is a different type of cancer, a different. And you know, we're just God progressively healed him. Mm -hmm. And And I thought about the. The man in Scripture where Jesus puts mud on his eyes asking what, what he can see, and he can see a little bit, and then he heals him again. It's progressive healing. It's not that Jesus couldn't do it. He just chose to do it a different way. So my dad was healed that way. And then my mother, uh, we'd been praying for healing for her on something, and God told her in a vision, stop, I'm not going to heal you. Pray for endurance.
1: Mm.
0: And that was difficult. It was difficult for her. It was difficult for us. And that was many years ago. And every time I think about that, I think, okay, Lord, uh, I know you haven't taken that away from, from her, but you have used her. She goes to doctors regularly for the problems that she has and therapists and others, and she shares Christ with people. She goes to see. I mean, that's, that is a ministry for her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no telling how many people ha- have been touched because God chose not to heal her. So, um, uh, I don't know. We, we prayed. God answered, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the way we wanted him to. Right. So, you know, prayer for healing, I mean, it's it's an amazing thing. We're probably going to have to break this up into, into another session and talk about prayer again, because there's so much more I think we need to talk about Yeah. that yeah. I would like for us to talk about. Yeah. One more thing that's come to mind real quick. I think this is in his book, uh, Miracles, by C.S. Lewis. He, he talks about... Uh, praying and, and God in using it, and, and I know he's talked about this in a lot of different words, but uh, essentially he says, how do we know that God hasn't already made a plan where he says, this is what I'm going to do, but I'm going to depend on you to ask me to do it. You know that, And I, you know, I see a lot of testimony of that in Scripture where he says, if you'll seek my face, if you'll pray, if you'll do this, if you'll do that, then I'll do this. And so I know that he involves our prayers. I don't think we'll ever really know for sure how, <laughs> right? you know, uh, in this life. But but God's an amazing God for sure. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. We'll get to have great conversation. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up this time?
1: No, those are great. Those are great testimonies, so. though. Uh No. We'll talk about it again next time, for sure, because there's a lot more.
0: So that's the end of uh, prayer part one, I guess. And we'll do uh, part two of prayer after the Thanksgiving holidays.